Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode six of Wokepocalypse. I just really love that we do that. I know. <laughs> it's not the same right now, though. It's not. Jess is gone. Um, I mean, <laughs> she's still here. Gosh, <laughs> why do I say that? <laughs> um, I know. First cat, now Jessica. Oh, my God. Uh, Donna's not here in the studio with us. Um <laughs> Oh, geez. Okay, so um, today's going to be uh, a little, like, non-traditional, I guess you can say. We kind of just want to give, I kind of just want to, um, today's episode's going to be a little non-traditional. We kind of just want to give a little information about what's going on on campus. And um, not just with, uh, like, on our end, but, like, um, you know, there's a bunch of construction going on, and there's... Um, we want to get back to the computer science club about their question about the yes on 10 campaign. So, um, that's kind of what today's going to be about. So let's do check-ins. Okay. Do I start or yeah. do you want? Yeah. Okay. I'll start. <laughs> um, I'm doing, I'm actually doing pretty good today. I think because today was uh, productive. Um, <laughs> I mean, every day's productive, but like, you know, <laughs> um, I haven't like, I feel like I was a little bit uh, behind on certain tasks, so I finally got the time to kind of just do those tasks, and it felt felt great. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, and I'm excited that it's a three-day weekend or whatnot, you know, because we get uh, Cesar Chavez Day off. So, yeah. uh, but other than that, it's been it's been cool. That's good to hear. Um, for me, well, I went to work. But when I got there, they announced that there was a VTO opportunity. And then I was planning to skip my one of my classes. But then when they mentioned that, I didn't get a notification. So I drove there. And then basically I drove there and then volunteered for VTO, which is voluntary time off. So I drove to work and then went back home. And then I headed back to school. So it was just a lot of commuting. And basically got back. Well, I got to school, and then, like um, Karen said, was just productive today. So it's a long day. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's been a really long day. Like, I, I had the opportunity to sleep in, but I didn't get to, just because it's, like, most of the people in my life are morning people, and, like, they call me. They'll call me, <laughs> and they're like, hey, Pop, what about this? Or they'll text me, like, hey, what about that? I'm like, bro, like... Let's stick to, like, a noon to, like, midnight schedule, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I'm I'm totally there for you at any of those hours, but, like, don't hit me up at, like, 7 a.m. because then it's just, you know, it's personal. And so <laughs> I have a really hard time because everybody wakes me up. And, um, but I've been feeling good. Like, I got, I've been really productive. Like, I've been, like, that spongebob meme where plankton's like maximum overdrive like that's where that's how i've been this week and like i've just been knocking projects out left and right and look at you honestly <laughs> i'm gonna give myself a cookie anyway um that yeah good. overall pretty good nice. um so first we kind of wanted um just go over a few campus stuff things that are going mm-hmm. on um so uh it's just things that we've noticed that people have been talking about and asking like general questions about so like always gotta be nosy about stuff so we go asking questions and 
Um, so as you guys know that there's a bunch of construction going on around our campus, one being the University Student Center that's been going on for a while. Mm-hmm. We have the newer uh, ramp that's being built. It's yeah. to have, it's so that we're ADA compliant. So it means that we're just bringing ourselves up to standard. And it's, I believe the concern was that there has to be ramp accessibility coming from both, like, um, like both uh, side, like both sides of traffic, or some. There was some wording, um, but yeah, there has to be some area of accessibility on both ends, and because uh, I mean, the only other ramp is right by the library, and that's like way far out. Yes, and then there's like that. Um, <laughs> there's one that's kind of like I. F- I feel it's too steep. But the one right next to the yeah. student center, right? The Wait. one that just got made? No, no, no. There's the, the one by the library. It's like right. Oh yeah, that yeah. yo yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Because well, I mean, I I have to pull like a wagon full of uh, equipment for mm-hmm. uh, the the station mm-hmm. and for every Warrior Wednesday, and I used to take that one. And, oh my goodness, like that that works your legs, you guys. Like that's a really good leg workout. But <laughs> I started taking the other one because it's a little bit more. Um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's just easier. It's not as steep. Yes. Yeah. Thanks. And um, so I take that one more. It's like such a breeze. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's what's going on there. And so next to, uh, like, right in front of DBH, you guys see that there's like, um, a bunch of chain fence, like chain chain link chain fence. There's yeah. fences. Chain there, link fences. Chain link, chain, chain link fences. Um, <laughs> there's, they've been going up in front of DBH. And so mm-hmm. that is kind of, um, that's just kind of getting prepared for the library renovation that is coming up really soon. And um, honestly, if you guys have questions about it, like hit us up and we'll find answers for you guys. You'll find answers like to the best of our ability. We'll... We have hookups, so like, <laughs> hit us up with questions. And so that's just um, that's just an area where they're getting prepared to either. I think, I think it was to put the temporary like, um, like where departments will be temporarily during the renovation. Yes. Yes, I could I could be wrong. No, I think you're right because I think in DBH, like within DBH, there's a uh, room. I think was a classroom. I'm not sure in near distance learning and it is being cleaned and it's being prepared and stuff because I think that's where they're going to, that's like for part of the library. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. You know what I mean? I, I, I talked about it with like three different people today, but I just got nervous and I'm like, I'm giving out for all the information. But anyway, (laughs) um, so that's, what's going on there. What else were we going to mention? I had like, Oh, sorry. I had things that I was going to talk to you. Oh, we were going to talk about WASC accreditation. Yes. Thank you for bearing with me, guys. I'm, I'm thinking out loud. We're, we're getting the ball rolling. <laughs> so um, from what I was told is that WASC is the Western Accreditation Steering Committee. So WASC accreditation, it basically gives um, our university validity so it gives um it has a lot to do with like um so like for example schools that aren't accredited um they don't have like 
transfer value, I guess you can say. So like if students want to transfer into Stan State and their um, university, their university or JC or whatever isn't accredited, then all of their work, all of the classes they took don't count here and vice versa. So mm -hmm. um, it counts for that. It also counts um, something that was mentioned today was that um, because of loss accreditation, uh, that's how the university receives uh, government funds for like financial aid. So like mm -hmm. if you're you have grants or in, like things like that, um, that's how you receive it. It's because we are accredited through WASC and then it just kind of helps it's like this committee like these these group of people that come and accredit us they kind of just come and like um they help us bring the university up to standard they have they help us uh come up to where we need to be um regarding like multiple campus issues uh and concerns and i know in the past somebody told me somebody told me a story today that at some university like they didn't get accredited so they came back like every two years until it did or they or for those that like or for those that had some form of trouble getting accredited they came before the 10 years so they came at like seven for like a surprise visit or something um something like that so it's like we have uh we did receive our last gloss accreditation so that's something we're really proud of and so like um so it just kind of shows that our university is like um putting an effort to to have to like tackle campus issues and tackle um different concerns that students faculty and staff have as well as um as well as coming um uh, putting ourselves up to like the standard that we need to be, whether it's ADA standards or I don't know, standards of the state. I don't know. Standards that we need to follow. Um, <laughs> so it's just, we're, the university is working really hard. And so that's, that's appreciated because it's, they're addressing a lot of concerns. And so that's, that's going to be interesting. Um, if we have any more information by the time we post this episode, we'll definitely put that in our caption on Instagram mm -hmm. and we'll let you guys know through social media, any more information that we, that we find out. Yeah. Also, I kind of want like a little, this is a bit off topic, but I want to apologize that we posted, um, last week's episode a bit late. Um, there is a quick technical difficulty with us, so it was a delay, but for those of you who are still tuning in, thank you so much. And then also, we will be back on regular schedule. I just, I just need to throw that out because, oh, yeah. you know, just want in case for people who were like, oh, I, I just don't want people to think like we stopped because like, we haven't stopped. Yeah, no, we're still here. It's just there is a technical delay on um on last week's episode, and also, sorry. And and we totally update you guys on that during the the episode, so you yeah. guys, will, you guys all know what we're talking about. Yes. You have to listen to it, and well, this is episode six, so I'm sure you listened to it. But anyway, <laughs> um, um, going to the student fee referendum. Um, so ASI is currently going through a student fee referendum, and they have elections on April 17th and 18th from 
8 a.m. to 6 p.m. in South Dining. And if you're on the Stockton campus, they have it uh, in their lobby from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. both days. So um, during elections, you, you won't just be able to, like, um, vote for the referendum you'll also be voting for your like next student leaders and so um it's really important that you guys like you know come out and vote and participate um because this is your student voice you know you have to if you have concerns or you have things that you want to address go and vote and get involved with people who can help you voice those concerns and help you get the ball rolling on whatever change you see necessary mm-hmm sounded very political of me but hey (laughs) i wear many hats i guess can i ask a question always what about a student who is leaving campus like graduating um yes i mean you still vote but it's like it won't affect you because it's like they it's for like next academic year yeah so what but would their vote those graduating this semester would their vote still matter not really i think it shouldn't it matter i think it would yeah i think it would because it's like they're campaigning to current students and yeah they obviously can't turn you away Mm -hmm. at like the polls so it's not gonna be like you're graduating get out of here bro you know like (laughs) that that, i don't i don't i don't see that being an issue but i mean obviously like from your student perspective like if you're graduating and you see like hey like this is necessary you know this would have been cool to have during my time or like no maybe this wouldn't have been cool to have like um maybe this isn't worth it or whatever so like either way like you get to voice your opinion to like either to help the the incoming students and the remaining students. Yeah. So yeah, basically, yeah. So it. those students who are graduating this semester, your vote still matters and still counts. Then oh that's God, awesome. They said don't matter, and I was like, <laughs> no, wow. it still, it still does. I was like, okay, Karen, <laughs> mine doesn't matter. Go off, sis. <laughs> no, no, it does. It does, you guys. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, so. Giving a little more information on that fee referendum, um, from my understanding that um, it's like to help, it's like to bring more to students, whether it's like help for like, um, like for students who are always like, oh, we should get like better artists for like Stanfest or Warrior Day. It's like, yeah, we should, bro, but it's like, it's expensive it's expensive (laughs) and so like that's um that's that's where money would be going and so they're also thinking about um having more student scholarships so asi currently has um five one thousand dollar scholarships and then with the referendum if it passes they could increase it up to 15 scholarships so it's like it's you see how so you see like the little ways how it can help like a larger demographic of students um oh (laughs) sorry um so also um more funding for student um student organization events so it's like um for those of you that are like in clubs and organizations you guys know that you can like apply for funds for campus events that are for students and that's done through ASI. And so um, 
often like student student need is growing since our population is growing and students are getting a lot more like creative with things that they want to do and oftentimes they can't do it because there's like limitations and funds and so adding passing the repeat referendum would allow for more funding for student events and organization for student organization events there's also more funding for warrior pride giveaways activities and um, other events so like campus pride events more incentives for wearing red on wednesdays um i don't know bro just you know I have a question. Campus Pride, yeah. Is this referendum basically the um, imagine the possibilities? Yeah, that's the imagine the possibilities. Oh, okay, okay. So um, that's the, the yeah the way the computer science club asked us was the yes on ten, but they're the same thing. Okay. Yeah. That's um, basically the hashtag for the campaign. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, going on to their ten possibilities. They have um, more funding for Welcome Week, and so that means that it's... Um, it'd be more lit. <laughs> it'd be more lit. So the way that it was explained to me is that currently um, our Welcome Week is more of like uh, our Warrior Wednesday event for when students come back. And so we have um, we have like a freshman convocation, and mm-hmm. so that's like, that's like a really great program for freshmen, but it's good to, you know provide for our other students that aren't freshmen and so like (laughs) our returning students our returning students (laughs) i was gonna say because um because i work at the station uh i got to work certain events i got to work you know like um freshman move-in day um freshman orientation and it was like orientation was like it was lit (laughs) you know like it was really cool like they had so many cool things you know and i remember I'm not, I didn't come here as a freshman. I came as a transfer student and it was like a basic, like free lunch, go interact with people. Like, and then, like, you know, it was like, that's yeah. what I was like, it'd be nice, you know, coming yeah. from a transfer student perspective, you know, show a little love to those of us who yeah. didn't start as freshmen or, you know. <laughs> no, I was, I was mad jealous because they started freshman convocation the year after I was a freshman. So mm. I was like, bro. Yeah. And I remember that that first freshman conversa- convocation, they gave him like a book. They gave him like, I don't know. How much is the Can I, I ask like book. what kind of book? Do you know what kind of book? Or? It was like, yeah, like a reading book it, or a textbook? Yeah, or? yeah. It was like a book to read. For, it oh. was like, it was like for inspiration or like self help or like oh. something. I mean, wow. Self discovery or something. That's cool. But it's like, it would have been cool, bro. You know? But anyway. Um, so help, uh, have a better, like, welcome week and not just, um, uh, the, the, the welcome back that happens on Warrior Wednesday, but have, um, just something that, that we can just give back to our students that mm-hmm. aren't freshmen. And so they also want to provide funding for multicultural diversity and mental health awareness events, which... I agree. <laughs> I, I agree, too. Like, I think it's something that's really necessary mm-hmm. on our campus based off of demographics and based yeah. off of, like, current climates. Uh, I think I think it's a phenomenal, phenomenal idea, and I think um, it'd be really beneficial because I feel like it's a way to, to build bridges between different groups on campus. Yeah. They also want to do um, funding for, like, like, international, like, students that want to study abroad. Nice. And so, um, 
well, yeah, they want to provide scholarships. So that's yeah, new, <laughs> that's new. And then they also want to do uh, student emergency grants. So it's from what like I've I've been explained. It's that um, the university already has like an emergency grant, but this this the ASI one is more about uh, to help with like emergencies. So it's like if you have to pay for your graduation application, but you know you don't have money, and so it's like either you pay for your graduation application or you eat and so it's like it's for like <laughs> it's for like situations that like, be that, like that, that sometimes it really do be like that like <laughs> personal story bros i'm gonna i'm gonna totally out myself just go I've, for it i've been oversharing this whole time anyway. why not i remember one time i oh my gosh i'm really like i make the worst decisions i remember one time i was like my friends really wanted to go out they're like let's go to the bar let's go like here and there and i was like no guys like i'm kind of broke like i don't know if i should and so like we were low on toilet paper we were i was low on groceries (laughs) i had like no water and i was like oh my gosh like I really shouldn't. Like, I'm not going to do it. Like, I'm going to stay home. I'm going to buy all these things, and it'll be fine. And then I was like, who cares? It'll get, it'll get figured <laughs> out. And so I went out, and I spent my money, and I ended up having to call my mom. I was like, Mom, can you buy me toilet paper? Like, oh, yes. <laughs> because it's like we were all out, and so it's like it was that point where it's like everybody's like, hey, 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 who's going to buy toilet paper? And so it's like, <laughs> we need it, so I'm going to go buy it. And so, like, my mom hooked it up. Shout out to her. Um, anyway, that's embarrassing. But it's for situations like that, not when you make poor life decisions, but you really just can't afford, like, everything at once. We know college is expensive, and yeah. we know that schools have really large time commitments, so sometimes working more hours to get everything paid for isn't an option, so it's for things like that. They also want to provide funding for an additional special event during homecoming week, like, for example, a concert or, or something to help. So something, you know, to spice it up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> since homecoming, it currently ends on Thursday. Uh, so it's like events are Monday through Thursday, but there's like nothing on that Friday. So it's like you build all this momentum, might as well keep it going, you know. Like, for at least yeah. that Friday. Yeah, because I remember. <laughs> ooh, hey. I remember. I remember it was my sophomore year, I think. Stanfest had gotten postponed and it ended up being postponed to the Friday of homecoming since it's Monday through Thursday it got it was postponed to that Friday and it was like so cool like everybody was super like everybody was already super hyped from homecoming and it made the concert like so much better that's like, awesome it was super fun they also want to provide funding for the career closet and the warrior food pantry so um those are like really necessary things. Like people don't really take into consideration um, how like helpful the, how helpful those things are. Like the level of like the number of students that are food insecure and like it's concerning. You know. Go ahead. Oh Sorry, no. Uh, I, well, because no, I know that the food pantry. It's really important because I'm not gonna out <laughs> this person, um, but you know, I know that they that is where they get most of their like Mm -hmm. groceries or you know food Mm -hmm. and stuff and so that's why no it's totally i didn't i honestly didn't know schools do that and Mm -hmm. i think it's such a awesome awesome thing yeah you know i i don't know like i was really excited when i found out that we had one because i was like dude like you know how helpful this is because i remember doing research on like um students that were like food insecure and like shelter insecure and i was like oh my god this is so sad Mm -hmm. and like 
Um, the university has really stepped up their efforts for the food pantry and and obviously donations and supplies are always needed so that's something they want to allocate funds for yeah and the career closet obviously like um the way the career closet goes you're up you're allowed to take up to three items and you don't have to return them so you keep those things and it's like if students are keeping them that means they're running out of supplies so it's like it's good to like donate either funds or clothes they actually take donations for all of you guys out there that have like parents in the professional world that want to donate or yourselves that are like professionals and want to donate they do take donations um we'll actually put the information for them on uh, our description so you guys can totally uh, hit them up if you guys are wanting to donate or you guys are in need of the career closet and so can I ask what that is? I never heard of that. The, the career, career closet? Yeah. So it's like a way for you, like if you need professional clothing for like an interview, they have, that's where you can go. That's they have awesome. like clothing for men and women um, for um, just interviews, like professional, like business, um, business casual or mm-hmm. just business attire. It's really awesome. It's a really awesome uh, project. So definitely if you need it or you want to donate, We'll put that information out for you guys, but that's part of that's another thing that ASI is wanting to do since um, obviously funds are limited from from every department, and so like being able to provide that extra service for students, um, it's really important, you know. And like, so it's just mainly professional clothing, shoes too, or no? Shoes? I don't know if shoes, but I think I mean, why not shoes? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, dress shoes are expensive. Yeah, like, they are. <laughs> yeah, they are. Shoes are so I'm over it. Anyway, I, I, I hate buying clothes. I me too. But that's that's a personal issue. Um <laughs> it'd be like that. <laughs> seriously, like I was trying to buy I remember trying to buy professional clothing and it it was like it's I was embarrassed when I first got my first job interview. Mm-hmm. I remember going to with my mom. <laughs> Like, I was, how old was I? I Actually, I don't even want to say how old I am. Um, it was a couple years ago. Let's just say that. Um, and it was my first, like, legit job interview. I was so excited. I was just like, oh, my goodness. Like, you know, this is it. And I didn't have anything. Like, what, what I would usually wear or what I w- would wear for, like, I don't know if every high school did the senior interviews or sophomore interviews or like they interview you're still in school, but they interview and kind of like to show you how the real world is real world interviews and stuff. And like, so it it was nice. really didn't resemble much what I went through, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) It was a cool, like opportunity, opportunity, I guess, you know? Yeah. Um, anyway, we'll stick with that. Yeah. So and I remember they would always say like, if you don't have you know really professional clothes, this is like in high school too. So the high school uh, teachers, if you don't have professional clothes, um, you know, clean jeans, a button down shirt, like that's fine. Like you know, this and that we understand. So I would pull that out, but my mom was like, you can't wear that. Like you're nuts. <laughs> you yeah. Know? And so she went with me. We went to go. It was so embarrassing. Like, I think about it. I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, I was with my mom. Like, no, my mom. MVP, my mom. Um, <laughs> she she helped me out. But um, the the lady there, she was just like, what are you here for? And I was like, I have an interview, like, in, like, 
five hours and I don't have clothes. Yeah, I, I shopped on the day of my interview. Not really. Respect. <laughs> It'd be like that. You really do. <laughs> and and I told her and she was like, oh my. She, she asked my name first and I was like, oh, it's Karen. She's like, oh my goodness, Karen. Like, I cannot, you know, like trying to lecture me. I was like, I know, I know. Like, I don't, I'm new to this. And, and so like legit, like I had her like pulling things out and she was like is that good and she's no that's not good here try this and look it was cool but it was still embarrassing because i'm like i should know this but right yeah the point of the story being yeah shopping for professional clothes is expensive you guys it is <laughs> i remember like i almost cried when i bought professional clothing because i remember <laughs> like i remember i didn't i didn't have any so like i would just you know like I would I would wear jeans or like like black jeans and like a nice like mm-hmm. shirt mm-hmm. and whatever random flats I had in my like my closet and it's that's like that's how I was with me like that's how I yeah and so I'm like no I gotta step it up like I'm in college I'm not you know I'm not in high school trying to interview for like a random mess job like I'm in college I should I should try harder and I remember I remember on my job being asked it's if I could sit on an interview panel to interview somebody else for a position and I'm just like yeah that sounds exciting and so you know it was like cool but it's like I thought about it, it's like these people are gonna come dress professionally and what am I gonna do be a jeans and a t-shirt like no way and so like okay side story the other people in the interview panel totally came dressed in like jeans and a t-shirt and then I was like in professional clothing <laughs> but it's like I felt good about it yeah. it's, it was, but it was really expensive I remember buying like two pairs of like you know like Professional pants. What are the names? Whatever. They're not slacks, right? Are, are they? Sl- are they slacks? I th- maybe slacks. So. Khakis. Not khakis. I'm gonna say they're slacks because I they, think they're they, slacks. Yeah. Dress pants. Dress pants. Khaki. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, uh, slacks and dress pants. Whatever. Uh, I bought those, and then I bought a blazer, and then I bought two blouses. Shit was like over a hundred dollars. Yeah. I like I could cry, bro. Like I, it's not. It's really expensive, and, like, I remember, like, being super broke after that, so it's, like, understandable, you know, there's a need, and the university is trying to to provide for that need, and so that's definitely um, something they want to allocate funds for. Another thing they want to do is provide funding for our Stockton campus for, like, events and services, since... (laughs) <laughs> They're a little neglected by, Aww. like, the university. But it's, like, you know, there's a ton of efforts me- being made by the university and, like, ASI and, like, USU to, like, improve the campus and try to, like, help them out as much as we can. Because, you know, it's hard advocating for something you don't know, you know. So it's, like, mm-hmm. we really appreciate the efforts they're they're trying to do. And I know, I know they just had a Stockton event, so it's, like, they're working on getting to know the students and understanding what it's what it is that they need so in order to provide events and services that are like catered to them you know is it weird that i kind of want to take a field trip to the stockton campus <laughs> like, no it's not weird. Oh. like i think because i've had uh multiple classes that involve the distance learning from the stockton campus mm-hmm. to you know here and seeing them on screen like i always feel bad because most of the time it's it's one person and like they're in a room and they, you know they're in a room and they're by themselves and i just feel so bad like i i i can't imagine what it's like 
to be that person. Like, you know, if it were me in the room by myself, seeing all this, seeing on screen a classroom full of other students and the professor and me having to do my learning. Like, that's insane. But I'm always curious, like, how does that campus look like? You know, like, I've always been curious. I am 100% sure in my heart that that place is haunted. I, for those of you that don't know, (laughs) the Stockton campus used to be, I don't know if it was a mental health hospital or an asylum. Oh, but it was that. And I, I'm sorry. Okay, I get, okay, sorry. I just, I nerd out over this stuff. I get really excited. Are you allowed to say this? Wait, isn't the, that campus, like, it's gated, but then there's, like, other buildings. That's and then public knowledge. There's, like, Is a, it? oh, yeah. I don't know. There's, like, a Quest Diagnostics there, and then there's, like, a yeah. academy, too. I, I've never so. been there, so I, I don't know. Uh, no, I, I yeah. was, I almost cried when I went, because I was so excited to be there. Just because it still looks okay, okay. Oversharing one more time. When I was little, it was my dream to work at an asylum. What? <laughs> Why? I just thought it was the coolest thing ever. Um, so you see horror movies, then you're just like, oh, I love, I love, <laughs> okay, then, love okay, scary okay. movies. Okay? Oh my goodness! Like I'm okay, okay. So I'm not a religious person, so it's like. Mm-hmm. The scary movies that I would, would see on stuff like that. Look, at my eyes are watering. I'm so excited. About it. <laughs> I'm so excited talking about it. You're gonna combust. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> Honestly, I might internally combust. Oh my goodness! But it's like the scary movies I would see as a kid. Like I was, I was just super stoked that it's like, oh my god, like because it was real. You know, people are crazy. Like that's real. Okay, and, yeah, that's um, true. <laughs> and um, I would, I would watch movies, but it was always about like demonic possessions and stuff oh, like that. No. Like. I'm not a religious person. Like, I don't, I believe that stuff is real, but I, I, to like, not the extent and not the way they portrayed it. Like, I don't, I don't believe in religion. Like, I don't, I don't, I mean, you've heard me say it. Like, you guys know how I talk about Christianity and, like, all they've done. So, like, that's how, that's how I see it. And so it's like, it never scared me. Like, I was always, like, really stoked. And I remember there was this one journalist. She did, like, uh, what's it called? Like, undercover reporting. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, way back when, when, like, nobody took, like, female journalists seriously. And I, re- I don't remember her name. I don't know somebody else. This is like, a movie? Or is this a real This story? is real life. So this oh, okay. is this lady's real life. <laughs> I was like, wait, what movie is this? <laughs> so this lady's, like, real life. And so, like, she went undercover to do, um, to report on, um, on, like, asylums and how they were treating people. And they treated people like shit. You know yeah. what I mean? And so, like, she exposed that. And, like, she she was, like, commended for, like, her work and stuff like that. And I, it, it just kind of got me more and more interested. But it wasn't until I got, like, older. I was, like, a senior in high school when I found out that, like, Ronald Reagan and his presidency, like, closed down asylums. And so I'm like, bro, there goes... <laughs> I'm out of a job. <laughs> there goes my lifelong dream. Aww. But it's, like... There's like bars on the windows, and there's yeah. like, oh my god, that, oh my god, guys, this thing gets so exciting. Oh my goodness, this stuff is so cool. Like, I want to see a ghost. Like, show me the ghost. No, don't, don't show me the ghost. Show me the ghost. <laughs> oh heck no! I'm gonna I knock can't. on wood just because I know I'm a weenie and I'll probably <laughs> cry, but I love it. And so, um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's the Stockton campus, but it's like. Uh, I didn't even know that. But like, yeah, they're, but they're like renovating and they're like, 
making it like very hospitable for students. Like, so yeah, I like kicking the ghost out. Like, that's not cool. <laughs> Honestly, I, I live in Stockton, but I haven't um, had any classes at the Stockton campus yet. So, oh man, I. Uh, I don't know if I want to visit now. Like, no, no. Ten out of ten would recommend. Honest, <laughs> guys, seriously. No, they okay. They've been remodeling, and it looks really nice. Like the yeah. stuff they're putting in is really nice, and like they're really trying to fix it up to be like better for students. And like, I love that place, and so it's not just because of the ghost. Um, if there's, it's a little ghosts. confusing to get around though. Like I know yeah. I got lost. Um, but anyway, that's totally besides the point. I'm sorry. I'm just, like, getting no, lost sorry. there. Um, like, that sounds, yeah, that sounds like a horror movie already. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's really cool. Um, so, yeah. So, that's what they were wanting for the student um, Stockton campus. It'd be more, um, more events and services. So, okay, so elections are April 17th and 18th from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., show up to vote guys you'll also be voting like not just for the referent the fee increase you'll be voting on your future student leaders and well anything else they have on the ballot yeah i remember i think it was last year they had a question on the ballot i mean it wasn't related but it was like what kind of artists you'd like to see like what genre so it's like if you guys want better stuff like get involved and like let them know what it is that you need you know Nice. That's my two cents. I'd also like to add for the Imagine the Possibilities campaign, they are having some info sessions, which is open to all students. There's going to be one on Monday, April 8th at the Village Cafe, 5 to 7. There's going to be free coffee. Tuesday, April 9th, MSR, 1.30, 5 to 6 p.m. And they're going to do the talk about it. And there's going to be free tacos. And then Wednesday, April 10th at the Quad, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., free coffee again. And then Thursday, April 11th at the Diversity Center, 10 a.m. to 12, free coffee too. Nice. Yeah, so that's where you can go to ask any questions that you have. Like, I know your ASI leadership will be there to to give you more in-depth answers. I know we're just kind of going off of, like, our understanding. And, like, I know I'm excited just because it's, like, I would love to see, like, what kind of new artists they would bring. I'd love to see, like, cooler events, like, around campus. And definitely those multi- mad if they bring, like, Lady Gaga. And I'd be like... Oh, I'm sure, like, I, I'm sure we... I'm sure she's way out of our league. I know, but, like, hi, like I'm just saying. <laughs> I'd be so upset that, like, Warrior Day or, like, stand, like, stand I'd be like, oh, I need a ticket. Give me my ticket, you know? <laughs> like, that's not cool, but sorry. I would, I would love Lady Gaga. Ugh. She's my queen. Mine too. <laughs> I was listening to you and I today, oh, and I just my, like such a good. Song. I was literally like everybody out of my way. I'm like I have to perform. <laughs> um, <laughs> God, I'm so embarrassing, oh, and I it's even it. more embarrassing because I think of the fact that like that one person was like, "Oh, I recognize your voice." Like now I put a face <laughs> to it. It's like gross. If you see me on campus, don't, come at me, bro. Don't. <laughs> Fight me on site. No, no, no. <laughs> Do not fight me. I'm sensitive. Don't call me out. I'll, I'll cry. I'll, I'll get, I'm super shy in Aww. person. Like, I'll just, like, Karen's that are, like, I will internally combust. I am so, anyway. Not out of excitement. <laughs> no, I just, I get really shy and nervous and scared. But anyway, 
back to the yeah what's the what's the word back with back to the grindstone is that how you say it? is that how you say it? i don't know i never is heard that, that before i've same? never heard that before <laughs> <laughs> so we'll say yeah we'll go <laughs> you Let's say. Hope it is. <laughs> i am so embarrassing okay <laughs> and you want to say like every time we're missing somebody from our group i feel like we're always like a little unbalanced like yeah. with cat cat's absence like we we pulled through, but it was still like, you know, it just didn't feel right. And now with Jessica, like we're just we really stabilize each other. So when one yeah, of us is do. gone, it's just like we're a little out of it. Yeah. Also, I'm really tired. Like, I haven't had a coffee in like two weeks. Oh my goodness. And I feel like a crackhead. Like I'm, <laughs> like I. Oh shit, withdrawal. <laughs> right. I can't even say it right. <laughs> I need it. Like I. Oh my god. All I've been thinking about today is coffee. Like oh my gosh. But anyway, I want a coffee um, earlier today. Oh I wish gosh. I did. I literally. I, okay, so I I don't drive. Oh my god, there you go. Shit. <laughs> I'm learning to drive. Okay, anyway, um, I drove from like a uh, series to Turlock the other day mm-hmm. and like minimal mess ups so it's like all right hand me my license bros <laughs> uh okay what else we were gonna discuss the student recommendations yes so uh just kind of to enlighten everybody and update everybody so like a lot of people um update you guys like a lot of people didn't know that we went from 10 to 11 recommendations mm-hmm. and so um we're gonna give a little spiel about that right now we pulled up the list of recommendations and we're kind of just gonna go through them we're gonna do a read through for you guys uh just because i know a lot of people haven't heard of the recommendations so we're just gonna start there okay the first one uh, being for president john to publicly denounce white supremacy and for the adoption of an indigenous land recognition policy across campus Number two, amend the posting policy, accountability, consequences, zero tolerance for hate speech, terrorism. Number three, hire a director and a coordinator of the Diversity Center with training in student-centered social justice work. Four, hire faculty and counselors of color trained in social justice work. Five, provide funds to the Diversity Center for training and programming with social justice focus. Six, fund permanent public campus art projects with a social justice fo- focus. Wait, is that what you just said right now? No, you're... you're oh, sorry. You heard the right one. <laughs> Seven, implement university-wide ethnic studies slash intersectional social justice requirement. Eight, conduct comprehensive intersectional campus climate report and implement strategic action plan. Nine, fund a paid student-centered advisory Council on Campus Climate, uh, Culture, and Equity with a Social Justice Focus. Create a Social Justice Center for Critical Education, Healing, and Action. 11. Recruit and retain Native American slash Indigenous and Black students. So uh, we kind of just want to go through them um, with you guys and kind of let you guys know why students found... Why students chose and made these recommendations. So for the first one, obviously they want they wanted President John to publicly denounce white supremacy and for the adoption of indigenous land recognition policy across campus because 
once uh, white supremacy posters started started appearing again on our campus, it just created a really tense and fearful campus climate for for our students of color and based off of demographics and based off of the land that we are built on, students just wanted to feel safer and they wanted to, I guess, I mean, essentially like pay homage to the land that we, the the indigenous land we were were on. Mm -hmm. So number two, amending the posting policy. Okay, so, um, and so for like the second one, like amending the posting policy, since these did come after the white supremacy posters, uh, students wanted a bit more accountability and consequences and um, just zero tolerance for hate speech and terrorism to be a part of the the posting policy since it is something that um, we do. We are on a public university and we do have a posting policy. They just wanted to incorporate those requirements right just uh, po- incorporate those requirements into um the posting policy in order to just protect our students okay and then number three is you know hire director and, co- and a coordinator of the diversity center with training in student-centered social justice work i'm assuming it's ha- have somebody who actually knows what they're doing instead of just yeah. giving a video like you know here's a five minute video enjoy yeah, <laughs> yeah. so it's like it's it's a space that needs a lot of work mm-hmm. and so it's like it's not enough to have the belief is that it's not enough to have a director because a director can't do it all it would be to have a director and have a coordinator to help with with student events and stuff like that and so i believe they also mentioned adding student assistance to assist with the events for all oh that's cool yeah they also talked about Hiring faculty and counselors of color trained in social justice work. So hiring faculty and counselors of color. So, I mean, it's just basically to reflect the demographics that we have. So the ratio is really off. You know, it's like majority white faculty uh, and staff and counselors are white. And then our majority of our students are students of color. So um, just kind of providing a space and counselors and and providing people that our students can relate to yes. have those shared experiences kind of goes back to the episode before this right yeah how we talked about like 70 what 70 75 percent of the student body is like students of color mm-hmm. and then you look at the the staff and it's like it's not the yeah same. it doesn't it doesn't reflect our mm-hmm. student body and so that's what they they would like to see um trained in social justice work so it's basically a have these people um have a background in in some of the stuff that our students are trying to do so like our teach outs are a form of of social justice work you know like anything against kind of anything going against the green can be seen as a form of protest so it's like it's it's really having these people have an understanding of what our student needs are and what our students want to do and then five, provide funds to the Diversity Center for training and programming with social justice focus. So basically, we need a director, but also funds for the social justice work that the students want to work on and have. Um, and then six is fund permanent public campus art projects with a social justice focus. This is more of 
I'm assuming mur- I can't even murals. Know. Yes, yeah. thank you. I can't. I can't speak. Yo. Um, and I totally agree with that. Like you know, because I love our campus. I love our school. Don't get me wrong, but it keeps a little pop of color. Yeah, it? yeah, <laughs> that's true. You know, yeah. and and if you um if you look at uh, the examples of you know like other schools, like I I'm assuming. I actually haven't been to the other campuses, you know, but like I'm assuming, you know, like maybe UC Berkeley or, you know, uh, San Francisco State. Like I feel like they, they have more of a pop of color, you know, um, to them. And and I think it is important to show because for, of a campus that, you know, declares that we're unity, we're diversity. Let's show that with, you know, art. Let's show that with that. Like, yeah, we have a couple of sculptures and stuff, but like we could it could be improved, you know could be more related to the students yes. too. Like yeah. If, like I'm sorry to the artists, but I mean some of our sculptures are funky looking. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> like I sorry, but I'm not a fan. Um <laughs> clearly <laughs> sorry. Not sorry. Shade. Um don't mean it, but I mean it, it would be really nice to see a representation of our students on uh displayed artistically like I yeah. I've, I've I visited I've visited so many campuses and all of these campuses like most of these campuses had had like a mural or like a little statue or like something like that shows the diversity and like history of the of their school and of their student body and like it's so beautiful like one which one was it I think Dominguez Hills in um in one of their buildings has this mural that's just so gorgeous. It's oh my god, it's so beautiful. Like yeah, and sorry, Demi. No, you're good. You're good. Um, I just feel like with that, if we show more representation in our art murals, you know, mm-hmm. imagine this: the visiting uh, elementary schools or students, like oh, that you know, nice, like yeah. it's encouraging for them to yeah. be like, so me going to school is a possibility. I could be that, you know, like yeah, you know, I yeah, for sure, I totally. I would like to see that. Yeah, and a lot of the schools, they show the history of the land, too, so it kind of would tie it back into what students want with, like, land recognition. Like, it, it would show the uh, indigenous history mm-hmm. as well, and so oh, I think really that'd be nice. really nice to see yeah. and really, yeah. really essential addition to our campus. So they would, number seven would be implement university-wide ethnic studies and slash intersectional social justice requirements. So... The reason for this is that a lot of people don't have the background in ethnic studies. And and I know a lot of people be like, well, why should ethnic studies be a requirement when, like, anthropology isn't? Or, I don't know. I'm blinking out on majors. I don't know. The I don't other know. majors. Like, when those majors aren't a requirement, you know. But it's like, ethnic studies is a little different in the sense that it's, that it's interdisciplinary. And it kind of... It kind of gives a history of of oppression, and then it kind of gives a better understanding of systems of oppression. So it kind of like lets you know about why some things work the way that they do, and 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 it kind of gives you a way to work against the grain. It kind of gives you this this new insight as as to how to improve these situations, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's why ethnic studies is, like, really essential because, you know, you 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 start to just not just think about yourself. You think about how systems of oppression and how others are being oppressed yes. with you or 
how you are oppressing others even. Also, like with that, like it helps give a better understanding on intersectionality and how different groups experience different situations. Like I, I just did an essay and talked about intersectionality and like with like race and dis- disability and like with race and sexual orientation and identity and how each of those things, how they intersect, how they affect individual individuals. And so it's like it gives a, a much deeper understanding not just it goes deeper and than just race class and gender it, it, it breaks down a lot more and it it's really beneficial yeah yeah and even though they're like their own thing they're all connected yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i in my intro to ethnic studies uh, class we were saw a quick video um about intersectionality and just like how in film i'm Sorry, I know I always talk about film, but <laughs> it's really important. You know, like it's cool to see this kind of this lens too. Um, how there are um, films that center on the uh, like LGBTQ topic. You know, like romantic films, like of two, like Brokeback, Brokeback Mountain, um, Call Me by Your Name. There is another. There's two other ones. I just can't remember what. And it's cool because they give that lens. You know, like what it's like to be a, a gay a gay man or a young gay boy you know like like coming of age but the, I was think wasn't Moonlight one of them I was gonna get to that right now oh, um, no no you're fine um, and but like the thing that the that the like narrator of the video was making was just yeah it's cool to give that lens but when you look at it all these films are white male leads mm-hmm. and they give a different perspective compared to you know we have moonlight it's a young gay black man you know and not only that but like you know he was poor you know he grew up poor he grew up from abusive home like all this stuff and i think that's what makes that movie like great because it talks about so much more than just being gay you know and i've seen brokeback mountain i've seen call me by your name so when seeing those films it it's just the relationship, mm-hmm. you know, because they still have a privilege, mm-hmm. you know. I I don't know. I, I talking about intersectionality made me made me re- remember that, and I just wanted to share that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Sorry, just jumping back into uh, in my in the essay, I, I discussed that too. Like culturally, like a lot of a lot of things do affect it. Like coming from certain certain backgrounds, like 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 coming out isn't isn't an easy thing to do and mm-hmm. sometimes it's even potentially dangerous you know yeah um i kind of discussed a little about like the the higher levels again uh, like against uh black trans women and like um against women uh, against people of color who uh, are part of the lgbt community and so it's it's really rough you know like it's it's a really different experience than like a white than a white like a, a white person you know so it's mm-hmm. the, it, it's not to downplay the, the things they face because I'm like, like coming out to people, it, it's difficult. You know, it, it does come with its like it, issues come with the territory, but it's a lot different than if you're a person of color. Like I remember learning in intro to ethnic studies how even the Black Panther Party was a bit problematic because they were really anti LGBTQ, and so it, it it's it kind of shows the difference in culture. You know? Yeah. So, moving on. <laughs> moving on. 
Number eight was conduct a comprehensive intersectional campus climate report and implement a strategic action plan. So basically, it's what it says. It is. <laughs> yeah, that one. that one is pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. Like just, um, just kind of, it's basically like get an overview of the of the campus climate and then incorporate the needs into the strategic plan. That's and then make the changes like that. Yeah, make yeah. it work. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, <laughs> <laughs> number nine. Fund a paid student center advisory. <laughs> uh, cancel on campus climate, culture, and equity with a so- social justice focus. Um, okay, so basically, number nine is just more student focus and not campus focus, I'm assuming. Like what students need instead of what the campus needs. Mm-hmm. Um, so, would this be more like, because they. they the word that sticks out to me a lot is equity, but I think because I just like, equ- I don't want to really into it. <laughs> but you know, like, equity um, is more of a fair treatment to all, right? Is that equity? Uh, so it's kind of like equality, like fair treatment to all. So equity would kind of be like. Isn't it like fair treatment in the situation? Or. It's. I think it's, it's equity because they don't want to, like, acknowledge it's like equal opportunity yeah. so mm. like let's say that like the the example the image example we used in one of my classes like let's say we're all trying to look over a, a, a six foot fence and let's say that i'm 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 six five and i could see perfectly over over the fence and then you're you're five two and then i am five two <gasps> shut up i think so, i believe so <laughs> yeah shut up. that's yeah. so funny i'm sure i'm sorry by an inch okay so like let's say you're like a five so you are five two and let's say a cat you're sorry you're four i don't know you're four or five i don't know okay uh and so like you you guys we all see out a different perspective but you guys can't see over the fence mm-hmm so equality would be all of us getting a boost, like a, a box to stand on. Mm-hmm. All of us getting a, one box to stand on to, to help us the, with the push. So like now with a box, I can see a lot better than I did before. And now you can see over the fence, but cats still can't see over the fence. So equity would be you having your one block, me having no block because I already saw over the fence, and cat having two, so she could finally see over the fence. So yeah. now we all have the same view. Mm-hmm. So it's like equal opportunity. Got it. Okay. But going back to number nine, so would it be just giving students equal opportunity? Um. So a paid student-centered advisory council on campus climate, culture, and equity. So it's kind of it, it would be a cam- uh, like a student. I mean, they're paid, so it'd be like a group of student assistants that that kind of give, that that kind of make recommendations as to um, how to improve uh, campus climate culture and how to make improvements in equity to just basically improve the experience of all students, to our understanding. <laughs> so um, number 10 is create a social justice center for critical education, healing, and action. So 
I actually really like that one. So creating a, a, a center of a diversity center is really different from a center of social justice center because social justice is more action-based and that center will be more action-based and the diversity center is more... Just a place to hang out. Yes, that's how it's been. And, and it's more like educational in a way. So it, it's more educational. It's It's a way for to have like those like educate you on the different different so kind of educate you on the the blanket term that is diversity you know there's so much that goes into it but like social justice uh it's for critical education like more ethnic studies and social justice based and it's more on um action and like the activism that students are doing now so Mm -hmm. it's more movement based I guess and healing obviously healing comes from a, a, a lot of damage that's been done to individuals through the path through their past you know so it's uh like histories of colonization and and like being a person of color or a person that did, wasn't part of the status quo uh, being somebody who goes again who goes against the green and and just having to fight their entire existence you know it's it's healing from things like that and so I really like that because it kind of just it provides like an extra opportunity for for students to to get involved. And then 11 is to recruit and retain Native American slash indigenous and black students. That one's self-explanatory again. It just kind of bring bring more students of color onto our campus like this is. This is similar to the um, TWLF, the Third World Li- Third World Liberation Front. So um, their demands to San Francisco State and Berkeley, right? Berkeley made the same ones. Yes. Yeah. Um, so their demands were that they were to recruit uh, more students of color, since populations didn't really reflect that. And so, like for us, we have really we have a really high percentage of Hispanic students since we are a Hispanic serving institution. That's how we got our title. <laughs> they want to just bring in uh, more students of color. So it just kind of grant more students the, the opportunity to for, for a higher education. Okay. So those were the recommendations, friends. If you guys have any questions regarding the recommendations, always hit us up. Always... Uh, you know the social media, Wokepocalypse. Uh, we're on Instagram and Twitter, so feel free to let us know if you guys have any questions on anything that we talked about today. So whether it's Yes on 10, whether it's the WASC accreditation, whether it's the ADA, <laughs> the ADA compliance thing, uh, the ramps and stuff, or, or the recommendations, just hit us up. Okay, and then also uh, next week's episode, we will be doing we will be doing a uh, how to be an ally, uh, the do's and don'ts. You know, I it's something I just feel like it's something that we all could listen to and more information. You know, because sometimes not all of us are aware that we could be oppressing others or we're being oppressed. Yeah. You know, like and that way we we could call not to call others out, but mainly we we could call ourselves out too. Like, yeah. I know for sure I always need. I'm I always I'm always willing to learn stuff, you know, because sometimes like I feel like I don't have a certain privilege, but I guess I do because of the, you know my skin is lighter, you know. I don't see that, so you know, 
a bit now that I'm, you know, recognizing knowledge and calling it out. Uh, I want to learn more how to be an ally. And I'm pretty sure there's more people out there yeah. who do too. So, um, so for those of you who are tuning in, that will be your next, uh, next episode. Um, if you have questions or comments about that and kind of like, if you are curious on, you know, whether, you know, like, is this me being an ally or is this me not being an ally? Go ahead and comment that and then we'll address them and incorporate them into the recording. Yeah, definitely. Um, there's multiple ways you can reach us. They're, they're on our IG. It has, like, mm-hmm. the email option. It has the call option. Don't don't call me. <laughs> I get scared, and I don't answer phone calls. Um, Truth be told. I, I, guys, I'm really shy in person. Like, I just, I, I, I choke up. Um, there's DMs on Twitter and Instagram. And even on the SoundCloud page. Yeah. Like, I know I've seen comments that people leave and also... That for sure. Like they we'll better be all good, guys. Oh my goodness. Um, JK. Um, we'll look into that too, but for sure, like I think our woke apocalypse Instagram is like a great way to reach out to. Mm-hmm, definitely. But yeah. But yeah, before um so now we're just gonna jump into closing thoughts. I just kinda wanted to add like be corny a little bit like I really appreciate this opportunity that we've been given I appreciate the like the relationships I built like I I, honestly if it weren't for the podcast opportunity there's no way I would have been I would have gotten close to like Karen Kat or Jessica there's no way I would have pushed myself to to do something like out of the ordinary Mm -hmm. super grateful for this opportunity and and it just makes me really happy that people are listening and 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 learning so I, I I I got approached by someone I know and they're like, I haven't seen them in like a year. And they're like, well, if it isn't Miss Wokepocalypse herself. And I was like, oh my God, you're listening. (laughs) So I got like super excited. And um, we just appreciate all of you guys listening. And we really do appreciate like when the computer science club like reached out to us. Like I I got so excited. I was like, that's so awesome. (laughs) That's like, we really do appreciate that you guys listen and you guys uh, get feedback and comment on our stuff. And like, always like reach out with anything like even if you have like a joke of the day like we're all ears you know so oh, i love a good laugh those, yeah <laughs> oh hell yeah we do <laughs> but yeah those are just my closing thoughts okay um mine is just pretty much like i think georgie just said it as best as possible you know i i really am um thankful for the podcast I think because out of all the certain projects I've done, like this one has been a bit more intimate, you know, like, but not in that way. What happens after we wrap? I'm like, oh, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Oh totally kidding. Sorry. Mom, if you're listening to this. <laughs> I am kidding. hundred percent. Um, but no, like, I, <laughs> um, it's it's been nice to actually work on a project and actually get to know the people that I work with. Usually, you know, when I work on certain projects, it's just like, okay, you do this, you do that. Okay, we meet here, and then we're done. See ya until, I don't know, whenever. Uh, but this one has been really nice, and it's just, it's, it's, it's a really nice sisterhood that's been created, you know, and I love it so much. Uh, I thought you were crying. <laughs> I know, Kat got so excited. Um, I thought Kat was crying. I was like, I was like oh my like, God. Sis, please. Um, but yeah, and then for everybody, honestly, like people who are tuning in, it's really cool to like 
as Georgie said, to have somebody be like, I know, you know, I know your voice. Well, I haven't had that happen to me, but I've had people be like, I've listened to Apocalypse, you know, two thumbs up, but good job. And I'm like, thanks. Like now I'm crying in the club. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah. And then Jessica, you know, we miss you. (laughs) Um, but I'm, I'm just excited. And then I'm really looking forward to our, ally episode because yeah. i'm excited about what i could learn more than what oh, i yeah, have me before too, me too yeah mm-hmm. but i'm gonna leave it like that and then for me i just want to thank karen georgie and jessica <laughs> you know because points to the empty chair <laughs> this is really this is like a new thing for me and this is like the first time i'm doing a podcast and then i just want to thank the girls i'm doing this with and i want to thank all the listeners because we're doing this. Like, yeah. yeah. Shout out to the woke warriors. Oh. <laughs> we really in this bitch. Um, yeah, so we'll leave it at that. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And we'll see you guys on the flip side. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>